This is the Quiz Bowl cast, episode 6D, the 2007 Boston College College Bowl Jam Tournament. Round 4 between the ICT Trash Contingent and Brandeis. Awesome one. Entered as a medical student and briefly pursued a career in surgery before, I'm sorry, he entered as a medical student and briefly pursued a career in surgery before deciding on an alternate path. A violent attack by a patient left a medical student dead and seriously wounded him, leading to his battles with substance abuse. He has also suffered from family issues and it's just like a house? No, I'm fine. Okay. Um, family issues and a failed relationship with Abby. He currently resides in Africa, pursuing his work with Doctors Without Borders. Ten points. Name is former chief of medicine of County General Hospital, played by Noah Wiley on ER. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Carter? Yeah, sorry. Could you speak up a little, please? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Who's that? Okay, well, I found a lot like a house. It sounded a lot like Catch Adams. Yeah. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers that has been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again, but baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is part of our past, Ray. Reminds us all, reminds of us of all that once was good and could be again. That's unnecessary. Oh, James Earl Jones, you can't have baseball without him. To that end, name these James Earl Jones movies for memorable quotes for 10 points each. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you see, my son, there's a fine line between love and nausea. Uh, that could be coming to America. Answer? Coming to America. Right. Uh, I'm only brave when I have to be. Being brave doesn't mean you go looking for trouble. Not Doctor Strangelove. Answer. Doctor Strangelove. Lion King. Um, that is strength, boy. That is power. What is steel compared to the hand that wields it? Look at the strength in your body, the desire in your heart. I gave you this. Such a waste. Do you know? Not so. Answer. I don't know what Nothing. It's Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why I have no idea. Yeah, it's a little before my time. Really got the, the first ten for coming to America. Alright, let's go. Toss up two. At this time, all throughout the residence, there's not even a shiver from the smallest mammal. Laundry is hanging on the mantle, waiting for somebody to take care of it. The kids were all tucked in, while possibly, possibly distant cousins of the California raisins occupied their dreams. The family was dressed for the evening hour and just drifted. Yeah. Really? Oh, Shivering yeah. mammal in like a place? That was it. That was it. That's also, or a bonus to uh, the turning point of the 1986 series was ground ball not far from the first baseline. For 10 points each, can you name these rock songs with famous baselines by a few lyrics and they're worth five points? <laughs> Who wrote this? Uh, so I guess it's a baseball like theme thing. I guess. It's, it goes a little bit yeah. beyond baseball. Okay. Uh, I pulled you into town in a police car. Your daddy said I looked. It, I took it just a little too far. You're telling me things, but your girlfriend lied. You can't catch me because the rabbit gone died. Um, uh, Jump Jack Flash. Yeah, the band's Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet emotion. Yeah. Um, don't give me that do goody good bullshit. I'm in the high fidelity traveling set, and I think I need a Lear Jet. 
what is the clue here? Like, it's just songs or songs that have like, yeah. notable bass. Okay. Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, the band's Pink Floyd. Oh. Uh, money. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Money. Yeah. Uh, some may say I'm wishing my days away. No way. And if it's the price I pay, some say tomorrow's another day. You stay. I may as well play. No. No. Anything? Uh, the band's of Police. Uh, what are their songs? Um, uh, uh, Walking on the Moon. Yeah, so 15. Okay. Uh, That's not bad, don't we? That's probably and we're tied. What's that? Toss of three. Born in Auckland de Navarro, Mexico, son of a mariachi violinist, he began playing the violin at age five. He later moved with his family to Tijuana, where he would begin his love for another instrument, emulating greats such as John Lee Hooker and B.B. King. He crossed the border, landing in San Francisco, where he formed a blues band that would land him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. For ten points, name this musician who is still hitting billboard charts to this day. Carlos Santana? Yeah. <laughs> that was a really short puzzle. You know, maybe there would have been a clue somewhere. But. You know, maybe it could have mentioned any of the songs he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Hernandez is, of course, famous for his contribution to the 1986 Men's World Series team, but he is also well known for he and Jerry's ambiguous relationship on Seinfeld. Okay. <laughs> point to each, can you identify these actresses who guest starred on the show by a description okay. of their relationship with Jerry? She plays one of Jerry's many girlfriends. Her and Jerry feign marriage in order to receive a dry cleaning discount until they discover how difficult married life is. Uh, it's not like Cassie Lee Gifford. It's not like, I don't know, anything else. Gifford? No, it's Courtney Cox. Okay. She criticizes Jerry for his lack of emotion before he finally lets loose real anger, which eventually drives her away. God, After the breakup, saying. Jerry cries and is driven to exclaim upon tragic revelation, I feel. They're all the same, man. Uh, Gifford. That's uh, Lori Lawson. Wow. And uh, Jerry runs into trouble when this girlfriend and her mother battle for him through the speed dial positions on their home phones. I don't know. She has like, like black hair or something. I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Brooke, Brooke Shields. No, it was Lauren Grant. That was pretty hard. How many other ones? Zero. Zero. Fossil four. Names the same. One is owned by American Greetings, the other by whoever has the correct recipe. One has toy and clothing lines and more friends than me. Strawberry shortcake? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually know it from something else. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, I should've. You can't celebrate the Mets victory in 1986 without talking about Bill Buckner. So how about a bonus about some other baseball fielding lapses that you may know? So the gaff dude. For ten points, name the fielder who went up for who went up to take a home run away from Derek Jeter in Game One of the 1996 ALCS before the ball was taken from Carrasco. Yeah. Um, for five points each, name the Marlins batter and Cubs outfielder who were involved in Steve Barton, Steve Barton's piece of history in 2003. Oh, how Mark Pryor's fallen since then? It's like Cabrera. No, uh, Lou's right, because it was Lou's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that Kyle Fisher? Um, so five yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, and for ten points, I hope you have watched your sports center recently. If so, perhaps you can name the Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder who, exactly one week ago, became the latest victim of the ball bouncing off glove and over the fence for a home run scenario. Take your name. Yep. Good.
How do you not mention you can say go knocking it over yeah. with his head? <laughs> I just know, I know, but it bounced off his head. That's not the only thing I've ever seen. Also, five. Drafted 12th overall in the 1989 draft, he sits at 10th on the all time steals list with 2,075, including a career high of 10 uh, a career high 10 against the Philadelphia 76ers in 1998. He led his team in assists and steals for eight straight seasons playing in New Jersey and Atlanta. His number is honored by Pearl Jam, who used it as the title for their 1991 album when they couldn't use his name as their band name. For 10 points, name this former NBA All Star, the all time leader in Atlanta Hawk history in three pointers made and attempted. November 7, 1943, in Fort McLeod, Alberta, Canada. She can be heard doing background vocals on Carol King's Tapestry and is featured on James Taylor's Mudslide Slim and the Blue Horizon. She, however, is more famous for her own work throughout the 1970s and 80s. A tribute album for her is due to be released two weeks from today. Born Roberta Joan Anderson, contracted pull at nine years old. For 10 points, named the singer-songwriter who changed the world with her albums Blue, Court and Spark, and The Hissing of Summer Lawns. Joni Mitchell. Yep. Blue. Sure. She was from Yeah. Joni Mitchell. Oh, yeah, fire rules. Yeah. For 10 points, name the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 level that sounds yes. similar to 1986's winning team. Dr. Robotnik's gigantic fortress equipped with pipe teleporters and screw elevators. Oh, I have it. Very well, but the the, the level is the wing fortress zone, but not, it's, the not, thing is the death egg. Not neither, right? It's Metropolis. Uh, Sounds oh, well, that's oh. um, for ten points. You just need these other two zones. The third the third zone you encounter as you try to avoid drowning, with no halt from the collapsible columns and other columns that shoot arrows. Uh, it's the. Uh, it's after the chemical plant. Uh, the, the, the ancient ruins. Close. It's aquatic ruins. Aquatic ruins. An old dark abandoned mine where you pull on vines to open gates. Try to avoid getting squished by oversized wood crates, spiny snake-like badniks, and other dangerous features of the green cavern. I think it's the mystic mine. Mystic Mind. Mystic Cave. Mystic Cave Zone. Wow. That was always the hardest part of the new player. I didn't really have well, an accessible part. Yeah, that was... Jeez. They didn't have any of the most memorable. Oh, come on. Mystic Cave was awesome. Anyway. Fossil 7. Beginning in 1925 as a small town soda fountain, they now find themselves in 17 countries worldwide. Known in the 1950s for large guest rooms, air conditioning, and television, they went public in 1961 with 81, 88 units in 33 U.S. states. There are now 450 total units, all equipped with President Ken Green's approval and sufficient encouragement to go anywhere, stay here. For 10 points, name this well-known hotel chain. Um, David. Uh, no, no penalty. Best Western. 
That's Howard Johnson. Yeah, that makes sense. He needs to write longer gossips in the future. Put in a few more, please. It's also a the seven-year veteran of the NFL set receiving records at Mountain View High School in Mesa, Arizona. He then set the Arizona State University all-time reception records for tight ends with 115, passing Ken Dyer. He has an NFL record for most two-point conversions in a single season, when he had four in 2003. Top you? Yep. What a good buzz. Oh, does this packet have powers? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, what is baseball without beer, and what is beer without commercials? Celebrate these two wonderful relations. I ask you to name the real man of genius from one of his nicknames in the five points each. Sir on the bench a lot because fielding, throwing, and running are overrated anyway. Um, they all have these long names. Mr. Benchwarmer. No, it's Mr. Baseball designated hitter. I'm, I'm going to show some, you know, leans here. Is this the course like then? Mr. Patty's Day pickup artist. Um, answer. Mr. Casanova. Mr. Kiss Me on My Irish Pinware. Oh. Mr. Stud in a Rug. What? These bonuses are just playing. Yeah, our bonus conversion is completely in the crapper. Answer. Mr. Handyman. Mr. Really Bad Toupee Wear. Uh, protect, stud in the rug. Protector of the package. Mr. Jockstrap wearer. Uh, it says Mr. Athletic Growing Protector Inventor. Oh, Inventor. Uh, um, conquistador yeah. of the Calorie. What was that last I word? It's Calorie. Six for five. Yeah, that's got me this one. Conquistador of the Calorie. <laughs> Congratulations, you answered the clock out of 30. Mr. Competitive Eater. This is like a taco salad maker. Yeah, Mr. Giant Taco Salad. <laughs> and the Ninja of the Nasty. What the hell? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get a frog type box. Oh, no. Mr. Uh, Mr. Silent Gas Oh, man, no Philly sports fan on? That's, that's upsetting. What? Philly sports fan. Yeah. Yeah, but then watch it be something that we want. <laughs> you can be told you have natural leadership skills, the ability to make quick decisions, are driven to accomplish, and are very verbal about your opinions. If you are found to mirror his personality on www.snowwhitetest.com, though you also show feelings of inadequacy. He personally might mistakenly tell you to search every crook and nanny when coming back to a cottage that is mysteriously tidied up. The only one that knows how to get grumpy into the wash trough, he is con con constantly convincing the dwarves that the trouble in having Snow White around is worth it. Ten points, name this good-natured leader of the seven dwarves, sporting an aura on a door. Doc? Yeah. Nice. Good Sometimes you are theming your bonuses, but there is one that you just need to have. This is one of those bonuses. For 15, 10, or 5 points, name this 1988 movie from the names of the characters. Uh, for 15, Spike and Sarah. 
Fifteen on the bonus. Yeah, they got ten in the first question. Toss up ten. Growing up rivals in Urbania, Ohio, he was always best by his athletically superior brother, Kevin. The final showdown takes place in a peewee football game, where his team of rejects is inspired by a story of one the one time he beat Kevin down Cherry Hill. But Shit, uh, Little Giants? I can't take that. Are you kidding me? And the appearance of wow. the best player, his daughter, Becky Icebox. His team comes back to win on what is referred to but no one resembles the annexation of Puerto Rico. For 10 points, name his brother, played by Rick Moranis, coach of the Little Giants. Ouch. Yeah, right. Uh, Bobby O'Shea. Um, I probably could have just taken O'Shea, I would have said Bobby O'Shea, so that was Danny O'Shea. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that was beyond obscure. So. Well, I, mean, I couldn't remember if they were just talking about the movie. Okay. Toss up. Oh, tap time. Um, I have 3585. Yeah, that's what I have. Cool. Okay. Barber, man. Toss well, if our bonus conversion wasn't zero. Toss up 11. Drafted in the third round of the 1992 draft by the Quebec Nordiques, he made minor news as a backup for several years in Dallas. He has since split time for his new team, first with Jamie McClellan, where he set a record for lowest goals against average for an expansion goaltender, the 2.42. He later split his time with the goalie who led the Edmonton Oilers to the Stanley Cup Finals last season. Trent Points, name is Angel Goalie, benefited from the Dwayne Rolison trade as a Oh, fuck. Um, Fernandez. Oh. I, I was saying time as he said Fernandez. I think we should just give that to him. I mean, unless you want to test it. No, it was me. Okay. Yeah, I was just confused for a second. There was nothing like playing baseball at Tropicana Field down in Tampa Bay or one of those other South Parks. Wait, South Park? What a great topic for bonus. For 10 points each. When the South Park kids take to baseball themselves and Randy March becomes drunkenly unsure of whether or not this is indeed America and not some communist country, this is a the team they play in the final game of the episode. Oh. They have to make it hard, of course, because everyone knows South Park. Answer? Uh, North Park. Denver. It was Denver? Yeah. But if you ask Eric Cartman, this is the best dish in which to make someone huh, huh, eat their parents. Chili. Chili. Yeah. What is the name of Stan's dog who runs off to Big Gay Animal Sanctuary? It's a 14 South Park episode. Oh, that's my favorite episode. Sparky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Fossil Chihuahua. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating for me. Darling Nikki by Prince. Yeah, for power. <laughs> Obviously for that? power. What was that? <laughs> Darling Nikki by Prince. Yep. Oh, good music knowledge. Yeah, it is. By Prince. Oh. It's on my list of masturbation songs. Right. <laughs> 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 Pictures anyway. of Lily. I touched yeah, my Turning Japanese. <laughs> yes, all those are on the CD. What about turning Japanese? That's, that's on the CD as well. Okay. That has to be like the opening track on the CD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Wombie of the Light. Wombie? No, that's not Ash. Anyway. Just keep reading. I'll shut up. I love hockey, so I'm once again leaving the theme for fourth bonus. We don't like hockey. But for thematic set. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. But for dramatic sake, let's answer this question about Stanley Cup winners between 1986 and 2000. Very important years in Mets World Series history. Identify the champions by the Conn Smythe winner. Five points for the team, five points for the year. The answer will be in the form of 05-06 Carolina Hurricanes. Either of the two years, either of the two years, and either the city of the nickname will be accepted. Okay. So a lot of All right. say, yeah. So. Uh, first one, Claude Lemieux. So, Penguins. Yeah, sure. Wrong Lemieux. It was the 94 95 New Jersey Devils. Devils. Yeah. Oh, I that's more. I don't know. I don't know. Al McInnes. When did they win? Like the 98 or something? 96. I think it was. I think it was 98. 98 Blues. No, 89 Flames. Yeah. yeah. 88 on um, Calgary Flames. Yeah, I, I just played NHL 97. That's where all my hockey was. Yeah, I played Rangers. Ron Hextall. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, no. It, he was on another team that won then, and I have no idea what that team is. Uh, it was in like the 90s, like or late Answer. 80s. Uh, the 1990 Canadians. No. The 87 Flyers. They won in 87. No, they lost. He won it in, while losing. Oh, well, oh. damn it. I thought they said winners. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. Fuck. It's a winner, so okay. I didn't get him to keep the of the playoffs. Well, they uh, lost in the finals. Yeah, okay. You got damn zero it. on that? <sighs> yep, fun. Sorry. It's okay. I think I touched it. You did. 13. Founded in 1880. Its first radio broadcast in 1931. A satellite station, satellite radio station, was created in September 2006, streaming opera 24-7. It also now presents HD versions of its performances to be shown in theaters in the USA, Canada, Japan, and several European countries. However, most trashiciously, it is known for Chris Rock and Jamie Foxx's appearances there in 1999 and 2001 as host of the MTV Video Music Awards, while Radio City Music Hall is under renovation. For 10 points, name this beacon of music and music history located in Lincoln Center, Manhattan. New York Metropolitan Opera House. Yeah. Oh. 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 Good would the Mets be good? Oh, I get it. Have there been themes in the toss-ups? Yes. I didn't catch them. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to say I'll tell you. Okay. Bonus. Not to be a dead horse, but we all know about Buckner's E3 changing the 86 series. That's certainly the kind of E3 call that would have you throwing down a red peg, if you know what I mean. For three points each, name the five ships that you have in your fleet at the beginning of a game of battleships, and the respective number of hits it takes you to sink each one. You must have both the name and the number for the three The carrier is five, the destroyer is two, battleship is four. There's two ships that have three. Okay, aircraft carrier has five. 
destroyer has two, the battleship has four, the submarine has three, and the cruiser has three. Wow. For the other 15 points, name this Legend of Zelda minigame on Windfall Island, which is a one-way masked version of battleship, and identify the sea creature which takes place of ships. Ten points for the game, five for the creature. This is one of the only Zelda games I haven't played. Wind Waker. Yeah, I, I never had a GameCube. No, it's from the Wind Waker, but they're asking for the specific minigame. The Legend of Zelda the Wind Waker. That's right. That's horribly worded, though. For the other... I thought they were asking for the name of the minigame. That's what it sounds like, but the answer's written as Wind Waker. Oh, well... Wow, that's really lame. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah. So we get ten, ten and not the five, because I don't know that. was a squid. Okay. Yeah, well, so, I you guys so 25 total? Right? Yeah, 25. Okay, we're tied. Okay. Tied at 100. Okay. Ooh. Also 14. Thrilling. He started his career as a reporter for the Harrow Observer, moving soon to the Daily Mail as London's youngest page one reporter at 18 years old. He moved to America in 1963, writing for several publications before founding Go Magazine and editing the show business section of The Star. He has done television work on CNN, Entertainment Tonight, and was vital in starting Good Morning Australia, as well as the Food Network. He is most noted for his 1980s television show, though I, I think he should be equally known for his appearance at WrestleMania 4. For 10 points, name this British television host who has yet to comment on the Good Charlotte song that shares a name with this famous program. Leech. Yes. Yeah. In more baseball spirit, this bonus question is for lovers of Abbott and Costello. On a system of five points for the first three and five points for each additional correct answer, can you name each of the players along with their position in the famous Houston first routine? No, there's no right for it. And their positions. Today, tomorrow. I don't give a damn is one of them, right? Start your answer, please. And right, I, need, okay. I need the name with position. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Tomorrow's pitching. Tomorrow's pitching. Today's today is catching. I don't give it a shortstop. I don't give it a shortstop. And what am I on the outfield? Okay, you got 20. You missed left field and center field. Why was left field? Because it was center. Yeah, we cut. Okay. Good job, man. Yeah. It's also 15. The high-rise building shown in the opening credits is located on at East 85th Street and 3rd Avenue on the Upper East Side. It ran 11 seasons and 253 episodes, the least politically motivated of Norman Lear's shows. It was the third highest rated network program during its eighth season behind 60 Minutes in Dallas, ruling Sunday nights from 1979 to 1984. Star, Isabel Sanford, doubted the potential of the show and was reluctant to leave her other program at the beginning. But she and Sherman Helmsley made it one of the most popular shows of its time. For 10 points, named the CBS sitcom about an upper class, upper middle class African American. The Jeffersons? Yeah. yeah. That has a high rise, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of this. Just to get a little more South Park into the bonuses, South Park Bigger, Longer, Uncut is only 81 minutes long. For a maximum of 40 points, guess the amount of swear words used during the 81 minutes. 
Uh, what, uh, yes, okay. I'll just, I'll just explain. If you're within 10, you get 40 points. Within 25, you get 30. Within 50, you get 20. Within 100, you get 10. Um, and if you're off more So how many was did I say? It was 81. They probably squared at least four times. So that's... Uh, 60. Uh, Answer. 350. You get 20 points. The correct answer is 399. Yeah. I think I might have. I like that you squared how I think I knew the exact figure, actually. They got 20. Oh, I could probably answer 30 points worth of questions on the actual movie. Okay, toss up 16. As a giant version of herself, she wears black spiked heels and rolls around a white universe, one by one swallowing Kevin Balls, Jeremy Popoff, Alan Schellenberger, and AJ Popoff, as they play and sing about how melancholy she's making them. Probably better known for other small screen literary, literary work. Pamela Anderson? Yep. We on fire. Oh, I know that music video. Yeah. We on fire. What is yeah, I'm on fire. on fire. Okay. Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm on fire. Uh, Actually, Steve is uh, so I remember when you punt. I remember the video. I bet you do. Because I can tie them into the topic twice, once because of their famous track, We Are the Champions, and again because the New York Mets play their home games in yeah. the Shea Stadium in Flushing, Queens. Name these Queen albums. I'm giving a few tracks. Albums? Yeah. Do we know? Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, You're My Best Friend, The Love of My Life, Bohemian Rhapsody. Do we actually know albums? I don't know, but the question is, do they know that? I don't think yeah. they do. I don't. Do you want to? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to? Sure. We'll find okay. it. Yeah. A Night at the Opera. That's right. Really? That's That's Killer Queen, Lily of the Valley, now I'm here. Um, as long as they miss the part of this album, just Queen? No, it's Sheer Heart Attack. Oh. And on. Escape from the Swamp, Football Fight, Crash Dive on Mingo City. I don't know those songs, so I'll just guess Queen. No, Flash Gordon. Okay, that works. Oh, right. the Flash Gordon soundtrack. That worked oh, out. Oh, wow. We would have only gotten 20 on that one. Yeah. Yep. Good call. Okay, remember that. Toss up 17. Originally from Scranton, Pennsylvania, attending Bishop Hannon High School, he finished as Pennsylvania's seventh all-time leading scorer, leading high school scorer, with 2,917 points. He graduated with a degree in speech communications three years after winning an NCAA national championship. He's gone on to play briefly with Olympiakos BC in Greece and with the Bakersfield Jam in the NBA developmental league. His college career came to an end after he was upset by the 12 seeded Agnes. Uh, Jerry McNamara? That's correct. Yeah, I hope you love baseball as much as I do because it just keeps coming. <laughs> this bonus, please identify for 5, 15, 10 these famous bats featured in pop culture. Because I have to ask, this famous bat has been advised by Alfred and also Morgan Freeman is in the newest movie. Oh, Batman. Yeah. Name for 15. Name this title character in a 1997 off-Broadway musical composed by Lawrence O'Keefe, who tries to fit in the judgmental town of Hope Falls, West Virginia. Bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. And ten, for 10, 
named the steward bat with glasses, who made his way clumsily through Eureka's castle during the team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, that's the 10 point? Yeah, really. Bat Boy was the 15 pointer? So that's harder than Bat Boy. Yeah, gotta, gotta guess. Uh, Batty. Close. Bat League. Bat League. Oh, Bat League. Oh, R.L. Stein. Yeah. Yeah, Eureka's Castle. R.L. Stein was one of the creators. Yeah, he was. Everyone needs to know that. Also, 18. Um, he began working at a meat market in Detroit. He later leased the Culling Meat Market along with his brother Gottfried. He became famous in 1904 when his name burst at the market. His fame grew with an interestingly named mechanical innovation in the 1930s, and later with a famous, famous 1970s television commercial. For 10 points, named this Bavarian immigrant with a less commonly known middle name of Ferdinand, who taught us all the name of our baloney. Yeah. Uh, I hesitated. Kind of like it sounds like I remember the baloney has a first name, it's a we're talking baseball, but there are many balls out there which deserve their due. Can you name these other types of balls from the description for 10 points each? These are the two balls now colored pink on the professional billiard circuit. Wow. Two balls? I don't know. Now colored pink. Oh, now colored pink. So how about the nine and three? Sure. Nine and three? Seven and 15. This toy was invented for those who couldn't get their original to sleep. Of the yo-yo ball? Yeah. Yo-yo ball? Mm -hmm. And these balls gain their power when loaded into a Nerf reactor or a buzzsaw blaster. Oh, uh, His first short film was entitled Six Men Getting Sick, and he also created The Alphabet. He was given a grant from the American Film Institute, with which he produced The Grandmother. He has been nominated for four Academy Awards and premiered his latest film at the Venice Film Festival, where he was given a Golden Lion Award for Lifetime Achievement. He's better known for projects such as Wild at Heart. For 10 points, name this filmmaker well known for his collaborative work with Angelo Badalamenti and Jack Nance. I don't know if I'm David Lynch. Okay. Yeah. He's had several toss-ups that just didn't have any semblance of sufficient clues. And the last toss-up. Sufficient. The Minnesota Twins, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Cleveland Indians, the Baltimore Orioles, the St. Louis Cardinals, the San Diego Padres, the New York Yankees. If you haven't figured it out at this point, this packet celebrates the wonder that was Mets? Uh, no. Celebrates the wonder that was the 1986 New York Mets World Series victory. So please, for 10 points, name the man who pitched for all the above teams and notably recorded the final out of the World Series. That is such a pose. That is really awful. I'd be really happy if it were not. No, it's Jesse Roscoe. Hey, if I was a Mets fan, I would have had like 50 points this game. That's what I have. Wait, Final score, the ICT Trash Contingent 205, Brandeis 130.